Welcome to the Random But Fun Podcast with your host, Francisco. Always random, always fun. Here we go. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of the Random Fun Podcast. I'm here again with Eve. Hey, Eve, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. We just finished eating some wee gooey Louie cookies <laughs> and because they're, they're amazing. Mm. So good with a little cafecito. So, so good. Hit the spot. Yeah, especially at this time. Of, it's like late already. So, <laughs> but you know, this is the best time to record because that is the best time. But, um, you know, I, it was very important to talk about some things, you know, and we're going to start off with a very important topic that is near and dear to my heart. Donuts. They are good. <sighs> you know, it was donut day last week. Was it last oh, week? Oh, that's right. I think it was last week. I forgot we talked about it, but mm-hmm. oh my god, oh my god, I, I, I just can't. You, you, maybe me, but I, I don't feel that you can just eat one. It's impossible. It's literally impossible. Especially if they're donut holes. Forget it. <laughs> I'll be eating like ten of those. I mean, I, I, I really love the. Uh, what are the ones that don't? They have the, like eclairs. I think they're called. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure mm-hmm. what they're called. Yeah. But those are pretty good. I mean, uh, what, co- the coconut donut. Which one are? Which one would you say is your favorite? Ooh, the coconut donut's pretty coconut? good. Coconut? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like ugh, so good. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. A donut is basically a bunch of sugar fluffed up. Yeah, pretty that's, much. That's what it is, right? And, and you know, I was thinking about something. I was on a podcast a while ago, and they were talking about, like, the slave trade, um, you know, 200 years ago, and how it, a lot of it basically uh, was surrounding, like, like Puerto Rico and, and you know Dominican Republic and stuff like that, and how the main export from the place was sugar. Mm, like that that sh- makes sense. You know, yeah. sugar was the main place, and not only that, but that little island, the Puerto Rico, basically, it uh, it supplied like half of the world's sugar at that time. Could uh, would it be because of the cane? Well, yeah, it was cane. Oh, okay. Uh, but that was like the huge, uh, a huge like a slave, like the reason for slavery that are part of the world is because of labor, right? They were just, I mean. The amount of sugar they were transporting back to, like Europe, was insane because there was no other uh, uh, there was no other source of sugar back then. That was it. It was discovered, and guess what? The English love their tea. They have to have a little bit of sugar. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the reason I bring this up is because, you know, you, you talk about you talk about um, donuts, and in my opinion, there is not a lot of things out there that are as transcendent to the human condition as a donut like think about it like what is something that people love more than donuts because this is what happened one time i took i took a donut for for a group of people right and i was like i was trying to i was trying to, I was trying to wait to like kind of recognize them and kind of like give them like show them like a good like they did a good job on something so i was like what's, what would be a good thing to recognize them with like what would be like a good recognition piece right and I, I, kept, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take some donuts. Some donuts sound pretty good. And guess what? They were a hit. Women, men, <laughs> children. Children. You know, yeah, they all loved the donuts. It, it was a hit. It was a hit. And I was like, wow. And it was really, it was one of those eye-opening moments. I was like, what else is as good as a donut? Like, and it, so universal, right? Universally yeah, liked. Yeah. And it's uh, sugar. Like, I, in terms of addiction, uh, <laughs> is there a drug that's stronger than sugar? I don't think so. Sugar is just... Haven't haven't they said that it even rewires your brain? Oh, 100%. Because one thing that, you know, in in this day and age, 
people like to deny evolution. They like to deny the the human. What 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 millions of or maybe not millions, but thousands of years have allowed us to grow and develop into. For example, veganism. Right, veganism is on the rise. People want to be vegan. They want to eat meat, things like that. But eating meat is what allowed us to evolve to we are to what we are today. You know, eating meat really increased our our brain capacity. It allowed us to basically our brain to be able to think better, grow, develop more. And it brought us to where we are today. But sugar, on the other hand, has had almost like a regressive effect. Because mm, that is true. You know, because back in the day, we didn't, there was no sugar. The sugar you got was from fruit, right? But to get that sugar, you had to basically eat the fruit and everything that comes with it, like fiber, you know, which is a massive, massive thing. Today, we, we it's all processed, you know, like, like juice. Like orange juice or... Well, they say it's equivalent to soda, right? Drinking juice is... Sometimes worse. Worse? Sometimes. Because mm-hmm. it's... it's It has... A lot of times, a lot of juice has more sugar than, like, soda. I would also think... Well, I would have to do- double check, but I would think also, like, preservatives and other chemicals that go in there. Yeah, that's true. And there is a lot of that. Um, but it just, it just... It got me thinking. You know, I was like, why do we... Why do I love... Like, I, I remember taking a bite of the donut and just going, oh my God, it's so good. It's just so amazing. Like, and you just want another one. Like, it's not like you can just eat one. You just want another one. And I think you're right. I think that that brain rewiring from all the sugar that we eat, I mean, there's everything, there's sugar in everything. Like everything has sugar. And why? There's only one reason to make it taste better. Well, I, I think there's also like an economic, from an economic standpoint, for people to continue buying and craving the, your product? Well, yeah. I mean, if you eat Twinkies, you know, you, you want to <laughs> want more Twinkies, right? Soda's another big one. Like, you're right. Like, you, soda has a ton of sugar. And it's, uh, and where do you buy soda? At everywhere. Right? Don't, they, don't they say that? I think McDonald's has, like, sugar in all their food? Or no? I probably, I mean, I, didn't, I haven't heard that. But I wouldn't think, <laughs> uh, I, I'm pretty sure that could be true. It's, uh, that's, it's so <laughs> addicting. I, I, I've always said, I was like, they sprinkle crack on it or something. Because you, <laughs> you, you know, I remember, because, you know, when you're, I, I have had this, I've had this feeling sometimes where I'm a little sad and I just want McDonald's. It's like a comfort food. It does boost your mood. You know, and it boosts it, but also like uh, a few hours later, it kind of drops it pretty heavy. You, yeah, too. you crash. <laughs> you're just like, oh man. And so, it, and it's, it's, but again, is that a psychological or physiology or both? Like you eat it and it makes your body some type of way or like your brain chemistry like what does it affect you know i've personally i would say i eat a lot more breakfast at mcdonald's than any any other product or menu item right okay okay and if i know i'm like man i'm gonna have a long day i'm not gonna have time to eat or who knows the next time i'm gonna have uh, time to eat i go by i get just the egg mcmuffin sausage egg mcmuffin and like you said, it boosts my mood. I'm ready to go work. And yeah, sure enough, like I'm set till like one or two. I mean, yeah. they're heavy. They're calorically pretty heavy. You know, yeah. there's a lot of calories. So <sighs> donut. I'm just saying, I just, <laughs> you know, I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, God, donuts are so, and I, and I love cinnamon rolls. Like I love cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon in general or cinnabuns? No, no, no. Cinnamon rolls. Oh, cinnamon Like, rolls. you know, those like big ones that they sell at donut shops? Oh, those yes. I I love those. <laughs> They're so good. They're so good. I I love it even with coffee. 
you know, I've literally gone. There's been uh, weekday or weekends that I've literally gone and bought like a dozen cinnamon rolls because my parents love them too. And I just show up with a, in a dozen of cinnamon rolls and, and they don't, You're set. they're gone. They're gone by the end of the day. <laughs> and that's a dozen cinnamon rolls. And the big ones. You the said. big ones. Each one has like easily 1500 calories. Oh my God. Easily. Plus a coffee or whatever you're and having. And I can eat at least two of those. Minimum. <laughs> you're set for the day. <laughs> oh, they're so good. I mean, but, it's the addiction, you know? But see, there, here's my question though. How can, because they say, okay, if you eat everything in moderation, you're good. Right. Health wise. But in reality, who does that? Well, the biggest problem I see is that when you look at it like a chip bag or like a donut bag or whatever, and you go like, oh, this one has 70 calories. Cool. Right. But then you look at the serving size and for example, let's take example, those little donuts, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, there's 80 calories per donut or sorry, 80 calories per serving, you know? And then it's like, well, how many donuts is a serving? It's like half a donut. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, well, half a donut. You're like, not going to eat half a donut. Yeah, no way. And not only that, but you eat the whole thing. So, you know, it's impossible. And everything has that. If you look at chips or any kind of snack item, there's always like, well, <laughs> I, I, list, I love half fries. You know, I love half fries. Half fries, yeah. You look at, if you look at the, at the, in the back of the, of the bag and you see like how many pieces of, how many half fries, you know, per serving, mm -hmm. it's like 15. So, like, if you want to mm -hmm. eat only 180 calories and only eat one serving of it, it's like 15 fries. Well, no way. How 15 many, fries. How many fries do you think are in a bag? Well, a lot of times it has, like, five servings. Okay. Or, like, four and a half or five servings. So, but again, are you really going to only eat 15 of those hot fries? No. You're going to eat the whole bag. Yeah, it's, impo <laughs> it's impossible to eat those 15, you know? So, it's, it's almost like a lie. You have all these companies that kind of lie to you by putting this nutritional facts in the bag, but... You have to really read it carefully. And it's just like, who's going to do that? <laughs> Come on. Nope. You look at it, you're like, oh, 180 calories, cool. But you don't understand that it's per serving and this bag has five servings in it. So it's very deceptive. I, I, it's not cool. But anyway, the next, the next <laughs> pinnacle of human invention, Costco. I love Costco. So we were, we, we were at Costco today and... Man, a lot of people go shop at Costco. Especially on the weekends. Oh, my God. It is. It is. Uh, hmm, how do I say this? It's a frenzy. <laughs> and, and there's some good deals to have. Don't get me wrong. There's some pretty good stuff. You're like, oh, okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And those free samples. <sighs> right? Man, people love <laughs> those free samples. Love them. We got, what did we get as a free sample? We got some brisk. Yeah, brisk and, and pound we, cake. And pound cake. And they had like a little slice of strawberry with the, pot, with wow. the pound cake. And, and you know, I... I, before I didn't think they, that worked, but you know, people were grabbing the 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 sample and they're like, "Oh, you know what? I'll take a case. I'll yeah. take a case of that. I'll take three pancakes." But the reason I bring up Costco is because it is one of those things that a lot of people come from other countries, and they go into a Costco and it's it is the definition of abundance. You know, the definition of it. Going through the bakery bakery area. Oh my god croissants bread. some muffins <laughs> cookies i'm like oh god it is so difficult to resist i saw a guy pick up like four of those trays of croissants and just like smile on his face like hell yeah, this is it right here you know and 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 that's what you do at costco you know you go there to buy stock in up. bulk yeah but it's like who thought of that idea of, of, costco? of like costco well, I, mean, I don't know. I'm sure the founder did, but genius idea. But yes, it was, <laughs> exactly. It was genius because you go to Costco. I mean, and you know, it's funny because 
for if you have a family, like if you have a big family, it totally makes sense. You know, you're going to buy in bulk anyway because you need a lot of it. But it's like, like, where else in, in a country or any country do you see something like that? I mean, most European countries don't have stores like that. No. And then they're, the houses are also smaller, too. Yeah, I mean. Like, I, store it. Where do you store it? If you need any other indi- indication that, that the United States of America is the greatest country in the world, all you I have to look so. into is Costco. That's it. Because <laughs> it's America. He, uh, yeah, all yeah. over. And, you know, it's funny because uh, I've seen people going and saying things like, you know, America's so wasteful and we throw everything away and uh, you compare it to other countries it's like this and like that. It sucks. But again, you know, there's so many people here that live here. And and that's the beautiful thing about the U.S. You, you can you have the freedom to do whatever you want. You know, you, you want to buy in bulk, you do that. You want to eat a lot, you can do that. You want to <laughs> die of diabetes, you can do that too. It, it's up to you. Like You can do whatever you want. Well, third largest country, right, in the world? Uh, yeah, but n- not in terms... We're the biggest in terms of like uh, population. Not population, because I think I think the biggest is China. Yeah, no, the third, third. Oh yeah, it's China, India, and then us. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and and you think it'd be something like Russia, which is like the biggest country, land like land mass wise, mm-hmm. but they're not. They're actually kind of small because most of it is mm-hmm. frozen wasteland, technically. Yeah. You know, tundra over there. But yeah, I mean, we're is the U.S. is in a very very particular particular space where there's just we in the right location the right time you know but but again i i feel like a lot of people really don't give the country that i don't want to say respect but the recognition it deserves i mean why are people coming here from other countries is it like why is it well, for? well they call it right the american dream yeah i mean right? that's kind of it's kind of hard to see it nowadays because prices are kind of skyrocketing everywhere but you still have more freedom here than almost anywhere else in the world. I mean, you can be a bum in the corner and make money, honestly. Yeah. You know, you really can. And um, you can have multiple jobs. You, I mean, like here, and, it's, it's really hard to starve here in the U.S. And how many programs are there available? For, like, let's say you're you're homeless, mm-hmm. right? How many yeah, programs yeah. are out there to just cash out from? Yeah, and a lot of people, a lot of people say, I know, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but a lot of people say well, why there's so many homeless if that's the case. And, a lot of them don't want to go to shelters, you know, because there you can't do drugs. You can't, you have to behave a certain way and they don't want that. They, they just want their wanna, freedom. They want their, exactly. <laughs> so, and again, you can get the that. true American. You can get that, you know, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy to do that. But yeah, Costco, Costco is just, I remember, I remember coming here when I was six, seven years old to the U.S. And mind you, I've never seen like the, the biggest city I've been to was uh, Juarez when I, when I got, when mm. I got my papers, right? And I was six years old. But coming here to the U.S., I remember seeing, like, big buildings, seeing, like, McDonald's. Like, uh, I, again, I've talked about this on podcasts, but it's to this day, it amazes me that a place like McDonald's existed. Where, like, you just drove through and got food. And fast, right? And fast. fast. You know, the closest thing that I knew back then before that was, like, you went to somebody's house who basically made food. It was, like... A pueblito, you know, that that's how they made, that's, that was the McDonald's. You oh, went, man. you know, and you went and, and somebody just in the living room set up a couple of tables and then you pay them and they made you food. And that was literally the the dining experience. That was the, that was like, oh, you got a little bit of money, extra money. That's where you're going to go eat. That and they, and let's say you're eating chicken. You know, that chicken was killed that day. 
<laughs> yes. Like, you know, you went to the back and you're like, which one do you want? Yeah, which I <laughs> want that one right there, that chicken right there. Like you lobster know? tanks, right? You basically, <laughs> it chicken. you know, it's, it's like you, you, you fresh. Yeah. Like, perfect. It'll be ready in half an hour because <laughs> they were going to do it fresh. But, yeah, it's, it's, um, and the more, you know, the more I've grown, the more I've, I've looked into, like, Costco and into, like, other companies like Walmart and stuff like that. And the amount of money that these places make is amazing. But also, I think it's the simplicity of the business, right? Like, you, you want something, you can just go to these places and get it. Like, be, again, people ask why there's so much waste in the world. It's because you have to feed cities that are, like, you know, 10 million people. How do you feed that many people? You have to have a place where you just go and just buy chicken and buy meat and buy bread. And those are grocery stores. That is Costco. I mean, I mean, you're feeding America. You know, you're feeding some of the hungriest uh, people in the world. I mean, that's why a lot of people in the U.S. are, are bigger. You know, I, I remember when I first came to the, this country, I was a tiny kid. I was a tiny kid. I wasn't big at all. I was skinny. I was fit. You know, I looked good. Well, because <laughs> of the diet that you had in, in Mexico, Yeah, of right? course. It was it was limited. It was very limited. You know, a lot of beans, a lot, a lot of vegetables. You were very active, too. I mean, you were here, too, but Yeah, very active. Uh, but, I, but I think here, you know, I, I had a point where I just ate a lot because there was a lot to be eaten and it was we could do it it wasn't the same as like in mexico where like well today we have beans and we'll have meat once a week if if we can you know what i mean it was very different quick question because you went to school in mexico too right i did yeah did do they give food out for kids um, during school like lunchtime and all oh that? man it's been so long no well when i went we didn't no no well, here, you know, even during the summer, right? They like give oh, out oh, food. Yeah, over there, you pay, like, oh, I have cinco pesos, you know, and got a bag of chips. Mm, for lunch. For, like, lunch, yeah, but you never, like, uh, it was really hard. I, I remember I would go, um, my grandma's house was really close to a school, so I would go and have breakfast before school every day at my grandma's house. At her house, oh. And that's what I would eat, you know, that's what I would, that was my, that was my, my breakfast and my lunch but honestly oh my god i have to ask my parents because i don't remember correctly i don't remember exactly how it was i have an inkling that we didn't get lunch like we were able to buy snacks but we didn't get lunch but i don't remember i don't remember my my mom has told me that she would well i mean back in her day right yeah for like a peso or less after school they would get um like a tostada uh-huh. with just uh, i think it was either valentina or some kind of chile on it oh that's right and yeah, if yeah. you paid like another peso they would put crema like yeah. sour cream or something on top of i mean it's possibly i, I mean I, I didn't experience that but it could be possible but yeah. I'm, I'm thinking like okay that was their sometimes their meal yeah. right not even a snack yeah yeah what people don't understand I, I you know i try to explain it to a lot of friends that i have and, and people that i meet i <sighs> working here you know making money here it is very easy you know the problem is that we just are entitled to having everything easy that we don't want to do it but i tell people i was like i I come from a place where you didn't work you didn't eat even as a kid you know you have to work you have to help your parents you have to do the the decent thing just to eat and it's something that you don't see here it's something that it's never like you don't it's, it's hard to imagine like homeless kids here you know what i mean do they exist yeah but it's and do they exist over there in mexico 100 percent. but it's i don't know it's more communal damn we're getting raided 
<laughs> I hear like a plane I, coming. Me too. The, 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 the Russians finally decided to attack. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. You know what I mean? Big old heli- um, helicopter? What would that I be? don't know. It might be, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, coming to this country, it was it was very jarring for me because I, oh my God, it was like going to like a store was like, wow, this is a store? Like, this is insane. I remember going to a Target for the first time and I was like, Target? Like, and I went into one and there was just like toys forever and food forever and and it was just like, wow, this is insane. Now, thinking back at it, it's like, whatever. You go to a store, you're like, oh, yeah, it's whatever. It's a store. Even Costco is like, if you if, it, if I didn't see it through that lens, it's just another store. You know, a couple of years ago, I, I didn't know what a pantry was. Okay. Like, who, do do they have pantries in Mexico? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure they, I mean, pantries? probably still have them here. No, they do, they do. Um, But, like, me growing up, we never had a pantry. Hmm. So, in in other words, the pantry to hold, like, an abundance of, you yeah, know, yeah. food or whatever it may yeah. be. We never had that. We I didn't, didn't know need, what it was. Well, you didn't need it. You can just you can just go out and buy it. You know, whatever, whatever you need. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I'm saying, like, as a storage. Oh, no, yeah. For, no. for more food, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was very, very big back in the day. Because back in the day, you stored, like, canned food. A lot of that stuff. But it, I think it also came by from, like, rationing. You know, like, the, the two war, two world war, wars happened back-to-back, technically, almost back-to-back. So there was, like, this big idea, like, you want to ration, you want to keep a lot of stuff there just to, to have. You know, it was a little bit different now. Now, food shortages are almost, I mean, you don't really hear about <laughs> them. It's impossible. The, the biggest food shortage we have in the last recent years has been, like, the egg shortage or, and, oh, or yeah. the meat, you know, because... Oh, they had to close like two processing plants in the U.S., so there's nowhere to process the meat. Oh, uh, all the chickens died in whatever uh, factory in Kentucky or whatever it is, you know, and and that causes massive shortages. I mean, I remember that dozen eggs was ninety nine cents like three years ago, and then a pack of eggs went the same pack was like six dollars, ten dollars sometimes in in recent memory, like in the last few months. It's insane how easily it can just flip. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know if you remember, um, a few years ago, we had a formula sor- shortage. Like, it like was a, recent, like, no? I think it was a year. Yeah, like about a year ago? I think a year or two ago, a formula. It was, we couldn't get it. Why? Because a lot of this, uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, one of the plants that makes the formula in somewhere back east, I remember, or, or Midwest, it was shut down because of dirty like tanks or something like that. And they had to shut down for like, two weeks to fix it and apparently that was like the biggest producer of baby formula in the country so guess what we had to literally import stuff from england to to meet the demand that's insane it's, it's crazy that we had to do that like how are we so ill prepared but i think <laughs> but i think too that it, it it's indicative of we're living here because you know when we have like i've seen a lot of families they go into a store and they don't just buy one thing of formula that's gonna last them a week. They buy five. You know, they buy a ton of stuff. Everybody's always overbuying because they we can. Well, Costco. You know, but <laughs> because we can. So then everybody becomes like their own rationer, right? Like the people who don't buy it, like all the time, they they miss out because well, you didn't buy when you had the money, so now you don't have anything. And the people who do buy now they have too much, and it becomes like an unbalance, right? But and, and we noticed that like because of the pandemic, it was one of those things where 
that you had to do those kind of may or make those kind of rules. Well, remember how everybody was crazy about toilet paper? Mm-hmm. And what was what else was it? Toilet paper. And well, toilet paper wipes, uh, <laughs> like Lysol, like everything. This masks. It was, and you know what? It's it's funny because it feels like so long ago. Yeah, it was what two years, three years. It was a year ago that before, like, well, it was basically oh, two the baby years. Formula. Well, it was two years ago for like the whole craziness. Mm-hmm. But it just feels like it's like ten years ago. It feels so far away, you know. I, and I read somewhere. I don't know if it's true, but I read somewhere that the White House wants to bring masks back. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's, that's, I don't the know White why. The White House. Yeah. I don't know. You know, even at work, I got an email saying like, "Oh, this is the de-escalation plan for masking." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. You mean like I mean, the, the we're getting rid, rid of them? Yeah. Or the, okay, so the state of California right. had, uh, they, they backtracked, right? Like, oh, you don't have to use it here, here, and here, mm-hmm. right? And so the where I work is adapting those. Um, those guidelines. Yeah, the guidelines. So it's just like, hey, guys, remember, it was more of like a notice. Remember, this like is reminder. where you, you should use them and where you shouldn't or mm. where you don't need to. I mean, you know, we're over the hump now. Um, I don't know what's going to happen in the future now. I think we just have to hope for the best when it comes to the economy because I think it just it, it keeps getting worse. And I don't know if, uh, like, I don't know when it's going to recover. You know, there's so much going on in the world and it, it's so uncertain. You know, we were talking about house prices the other day and and how when you want to buy a house, you go and look at them and, and they're just shitty houses. They're, they're like falling apart <laughs> and they want so much money from them. You're like, why? And and the answer you get is, well, that's just how much it costs. That's it. That's, that's the price. It's insane. And, and it does depend on area though, right? The area as well. Yeah. But they still, it, but it doesn't matter. I mean, I saw a house in Compton for like 800,000 in <laughs> Compton. Two bedroom, like 500 square feet. You know, like I'm like, what the... F- I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if someone's gonna buy it, but if they do, good <laughs> luck to them. You know, but um, I don't know. Anyway, let's move on. So, I saw a video today, which is hilarious. I saw, you know, years ago when Donald Trump was president, and again, I want to preface this: I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. Okay, I'm not a fan. He has problems and whatever, and he's whatever. I'm not a fan. But I showed you the video, right? Where he like yeah. he picks up a bottle with two hands, like when he well he's to I think drink? to drink from it, right? And literally right after that, there's all this news um, articles and newscasts about how he's mentally unfit and he's sick and he's wary and and he just they need to like impeach him because he's unfit to lead. Just from that, just from him lifting a bottle with two hands, you know, he's like, well, him lifting the bottle with two hands means he's weak. And that his mental state is just not right. He probably has a disease. Like all this, all this stuff going on, right? But contrast Joe Biden. He's falling like seven times. <laughs> he's falling off a bike. He's falling from going up Air Force One. He's falling. He's falling everywhere. And then to top it all off, he's also like when he's giving speeches, he just fumbles words. He doesn't know where he's at. I, have you seen him in like press conferences when he that he shows up somewhere? He doesn't know where to go. Yeah, I've seen that. He doesn't know where to go. Like he just he's he he doesn't know what he's doing. You know what I mean? And 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 I'm, he's old though. I just yeah, he is old. But I just like look, no, I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. But how come when when he was in office, you guys everybody attacked him with the the smallest thing? I said picking up a bottle with two hands. 
He could have been nervous. He was giving a speech. We all get nervous, mm. you know. But you have this guy over here, Joe Biden, and he's just <laughs> he's a hundred times worse when it comes to like everything. And nobody says peep. You saw that re the, the last report that I showed you on the same video where it says, oh, uh, Joe Biden, vigorous and healthy and youthful. <laughs> and I'm like, where? Where? Where is this president? I don't see him. And again, another really good thing about the U.S. is that we can talk shit about the president and not have to worry about it. That's one of the best things about the U.S. Maybe that's why the helicopter's up on top. I know, right? Like, they're talking <laughs> that's what shit. you think. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, like, you don't have, you can't do that. And, like, I mean, technically, you can do that in other places. But the freedom of speech that the Constitution provides is so broad here in the U.S. Other places don't have it. You know what I mean? It's hard to talk about it. But, it just, but it's just amazing how the media has so much control over people's thought. And, and again, we, we talk about AI. You know, we're going to talk about AI because how can, how imagine you asked me this. I'm like, my brain's kind of being racked around with it. But you asked me about what I thought about AI a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really know what to say. I was like, I don't know. I got to think about it. You know, it's, it's a kind of a kind of big topic. But imagine somebody creating an AI model where it finds every time somebody talks shit about the president and they fine you automatically five dollars or five hundred dollars i don't know whatever the price is right imagine that automatically people would be very scared <laughs> or or imagine ai where you know they run all your prognosis and your analysis like at a doctor's office and they go you're not worth saving you're not worth putting any resource into both to the head after that yeah, but basically oh wow. well you know according to all your analysis and your lifestyle and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera we can't afford to to do anything to you. Mm -hmm. Like your social burden. Yeah, basically. And and to a point, I would understand it, but to a point, I'm like, that's the whole point of us paying taxes at the same time, you know, having medical plans that the young ones pay for the old ones, the healthy ones pay for the sick ones. So in a lot of ways, we already have what a lot of people want, like social system, you know? real quick i'm sorry to deviate a little bit but have you heard of the right now you mentioned taxes mm -hmm. so i think it's known right we we live in los angeles sure traffic is terrible of all course. the time of course people are always on the on the freeways so they they i i saw a video of uh a, a report that supposedly la metro is trying to implement a new fee to use okay. freeways here in la Okay. And I don't know if it's like depending on the highway that you use or the distance. I'm not sure. I didn't and then I don't honestly remember what she it? said. Yeah. Yeah. But it would be like it would be charging to use the freeways. Well you know in Mexico they do that. But the highways? every every oh, basically there's like autopistas, right? Mm -hmm. And basically in those they're toll roads. You pay a toll to use them. And because Mexico and I mean it's Mexico's is very corrupt back then. It still is, but it's better now. But the reason here is called a freeway is because it's a freeway. Like, you don't mm. have to pay for it, you know. And there's actually some states that they, there's toll roads, you know. They're, they're, you yeah. pay for them. Not here in the U.S. Well, not here in the California but, or where we live, but there's other places. I think back east, there's a lot of those. Yeah, I've know? seen them. 
But in Mexico, there's there's things called autopistas, and every I think 50 miles or 100 miles of of a specific uh, way, a highway, you pay a, a toll. But but here's the thing: in Mexico, I, I'm sorry, I don't know this exactly, but do people pay taxes the way they do here? Um, I don't know. I'm sure actually, I'm not sure. Because I know, I know there's a contribución. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's what you pay, like. But I think it's only if you own property. I can't remember. Because mm-hmm. that was the argument that the lady was saying. Like, do you think it's fair, despite getting taxed all these, well, taxes, all right? The, yeah. That you still have to pay to get on a freeway. <laughs> but but that but that's the whole but that's the whole argument about how we we're getting taxed like ten different times. Yeah, I mean gasoline. Right? So so people don't, a lot of people don't know this, but gas like gasoline when you go to the pump, like almost a dollar of that is taxes. It's a lo- it's a lot. Yeah. Like not only well here in California, right, but federally too. Well, basically, taxes. There's a federal tax, and then there's a, a state, state tax. Yeah. yeah. So, so think about this, and 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 I try to make people understand this a lot of times. We get income tax, right? So every check you make or, or every check you're given, a certain percentage of that is taken out as income taxes, right? So then you go to the store and you buy whatever you buy. Maybe maybe groceries are some groceries are not taxed, but a lot of stuff that's like chips, bread, etc. What did you buy earlier at Harbor Freight? And you're like, oh my god, ten per- ten point. Well, just I got like a couple of tools. And but how do you remember how much tax well, was? Well, taxes that does the that's a California state tax is ten point two five. Right. Right. So it's ten point two five percent. But my point is that you're getting tax income taxes, then you're getting taxed on the stuff you buy. Right, like if like you buy fast food, it's taxed. If you buy whatever, it's taxed, right? Everything, yeah. And then if you buy like a TV, well, you gotta pay the California recycle fee mm-hmm. or anything electronic, electronic yeah. you know. Then you have to pay your your like insurance on cars. You have to pay oh your registration on cars, which they wanna charge more now. They wanna do like if you were driving an SUV or a truck, I think, because it's a bigger vehicle. Now they wanna charge extra for that. I'm assuming for because of gas emissions and whatnot. I, I, I think they're <laughs> just trying to milk you. Like California is trying to just get money from every single place it can, and and the problem is that someone like us, or, or yeah, like us for example, we don't see any of the benefits. Like we don't see any benefits to us getting giving all that tax money away. Like what do you? Where is my tax going? I mean, we talked about this before. It's going to people who are abusing the system corrupt politicians corrupt i mean remember i told you about that one lady who was making like two hundred thousand plus and right. she was head of that like uh, what homeless, homeless? association yeah. or something like that I'm, and i'm like wait a minute <laughs> like, hold up it is, it is we live in bizarre world and then you know they they were interviewing her and she was happy and making jokes and blah blah and i was like you're getting paid two hundred and twenty five thousand dollars a year to not you're not not solving the problem last time i checked when there's someone like that they get fired <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Last last true. time I checked, when you were in a position where you don't do your job, you're let go because you you're not you're not there. And that's a big problem here in the U.S. It's like everybody who really has the power to change, you know, like voting or or, or calling their their representatives, or whatever. We don't do it. We're so distracted by everything, we don't do it. And I'm glad you brought that up because I don't. Something came up. You know, I. That's a fun topic. I was thinking, I was looking at, um, I was watching a YouTube video last week about how they're decommissioning an electric power plant. And it was a nuclear power plant. I was watching the video. And it was funny to me to watch because 
People want to go electric. Oh, they want electric cars. They want electric stoves. They want electric water heaters. They want to go fully electric. But what they don't understand is that we don't have the capacity to go fully electric. When you plug an electric vehicle to your house, it pulls for, for, for about an hour or for like 25 minutes or some shit like that. I don't remember exact thing number, but it pulls more power than your refrigerator, like 27 times more power. Imagine, think about this. I'm, I, I want to make it simple. Think about your phone. You know how like phones have fast charging now? Well, you know, I have power meters at home. My phone can handle up to 65 watts of charging. Like if you have a 65 watt charging, it will literally pull like 40 watts off the wall to charge a tiny ass device. <laughs> tiny ass device, right? Now the power gradually lowers as it gets more fully charged. But my point is, think of this problem in a car battery, which is massive. It's a it's, it's hundred times bigger than a cell phone, more than a hundred times bigger than a cell phone battery. You know, you have a three kilowatt battery inside a Tesla, for example. And I, I'm again, this is not, I'm not giving you like accurate numbers. I'm just saying you have a 5,000 milliamp battery. So five, you know, it's nothing compared to kilo, like kilo, like kiloamps, you know? So you have this gigantic battery just pulling juice off your house to charge itself. Imagine 10 million of those cars plugged at the same time. Imagine the draw on the power grid. And not only that, but think about this. A lot of these people go to work. They come late. So when the sun's down, when all our solar power plants are off, they all plug in their car. You're saying that because of people Like the workday. Like the workday. Right. No, no, no. But I'm saying because of solar panels? So basically, California has like uh, uh, solar farms, right? Right. That basically during the day helps with like power grid. But at night, there is no sun, right? So then you don't get anything. So my point is this. At night when or in the afternoon, wherever, you have the majority of people coming back from work. Oh, I got to plug in my car. doesn't matter if it's a Tesla or whatever it is. You plug it in. And there's all these cars, like millions of cars, pulling this much power from the grid. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Something's going to malfunction for sure. There's no way we have that much power. <laughs> now you add gas stoves turning to electric stoves. Now you add water, el- gas water heaters turning into electric water heaters. What's going to happen? It's going to be straining on the... We we have... And again, you buy a Tesla because... Let's say you buy a Tesla because you like a Tesla. Awesome. But let's say you buy a Tesla because you're like, oh, I'm all for the environment. I love the environment. I don't want to... I don't want to hurt the environment, whatever the case is, right? I'm, I'm a good person because I have a Tesla, right? Well, let's not make it a Tesla. Let's make it any other car. doesn't matter. A lot of the materials that are used in batteries are conflict materials. A lot of them are being mined in, in uh, Africa with basically slave labor. Children are breathing what in it, terrible chemicals. What do they call it? What they're mining for? Like cobalt. Yeah, you know, cobalt. I, I think cobalt is a, one of the biggest ones. Lithium, mm-hmm. um, nickel, copper. I mean, a lot of stuff we have here, but a lot of us being mine, uh, you know, they're in third worlds, you know, in third worlds, third countries, third world countries. And guess who owns all these stuff, all these places? China. Who owns? Yeah. 
a lot of these places, a lot of these mines are owned by China. Well, that's where a whole lot of stuff is built too. Well, the the way they do it is the Chinese companies, aka the CCP, you know, Chinese government. They show up at a town. They go like, you don't have any power, you don't have any water, you don't have any roads, you don't have shit. So we'll make you a deal. We'll build all the infrastructure which you can use, but we basically own you. As slaves. Well, maybe not as slaves, but you, you don't get paid much, you know. Mm. But hey, but you get electricity, you get water, you get roads, you know, maybe some internet, you know, mm. I don't know. But but it's it's a horrific sight. It's a horrific sight, you know, and and. I think as the U.S. grows and people want more stuff. Like, I never thought that getting a cell phone every six months would have been like a, like a big thing. But it has become. Even and sooner sometimes. They're so expensive still. Like, they're not cheap. But, but my point is that there's all these chemi- chemicals, all these, all these minerals or conflict materials that go into a lot of this stuff. And the demand just keeps growing instead of slowing down. Remember uh, the lady that spoke to you earlier? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you know, any galaxy traded in. I, I was thinking to myself, like, they're saying, oh, in any condition. Yeah. It could be broken. It could not turn on. It can this and that, right? And they'll give you what? What was she saying? 800? She's saying up. To, no, no, no. She's saying we'll give you up to $800 off. Not 800 Up to 800 So that was my question. Like, why can it be in any condition and they still want it? Is it because of these materials? Well, a lot of times, well, a lot, so a lot of times you can recycle some stuff like, you know, little metal parts you can recycle, but a lot of the chips, a lot of the silicone pieces, you can't. So there might be some stuff that you can recycle, but it's, pro- it's very limited. I think they just want to sell you a new one. So they don't, they don't, they really don't care about the old phones? I don't think so. I mean, again, there's some things that they can salvage, but it's very minimal. Hmm. Yeah. I know they're working on technologies to really recycle a lot of these things, but they're not there yet. Uh, but again, I, I think their their goal is just to sell you another one. You know, they just want to because a lot of people will say they, they'll you you'll say to them, they'll say, well, any condition. But then you're like, well, I have this one that's pretty good condition. I was like, great, you'll get almost eight hundred dollars for that one. You know, mm-hmm. they'll turn around and resell this at in a different market. It still works. They put a new battery in it. You get to go. Right, but they sold you a new one. And you've seen the prices on the new phones. Those new phones are like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's and good luck. I'm surprised mine was like seven hundred. Mine, was, I, mine was five. Five hundred. Oh my gosh! And because uh, I, t- I'm telling, I'm saying it because I went with my mom well, recently. Th- mine was two hundred fifty, but yeah. Oh wow! Because, because I got like five hundred dollars off, oh. and then I got like a two hundred fifty dollar rebate on top of that. Like for like a year or something like that. I forgot what the reason was, but I did. I forgot I got something for it. So I ended up paying like 200, 300 bucks for it. But MSRP was what? Seven? Like like 950. 950? Well, I, I mean, I was just surprised to see that my phone was, and I got it what, like two years ago. Yeah. And it was under a thousand. Now all these phones are over a thousand dollars. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, did you see that new VR headset that Apple's going to release? Yeah, I did. $3,600? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that? It just seems. I don't know. I I'm, I I want to be into it. I I just think that they spend so much money in the the, the R and D that they're just like fuck it. Release it. See if someone buys it. And, and the problem and they will. And the problem people is, I, I, you know, not, nothing against Apple people. But Apple people buy anything that has an Apple logo. You know, they they see an Apple logo. Oh, it must be the best thing. I have to buy it. It must be the greatest thing since sliced bread. Like a status. I have to buy it. Yeah. Status. Yeah. Thing. 
it is it, it's a crazy it's crazy i i i don't know but you know i i try to keep my phone as long as i can i mean i have mine for over two years now i think almost three me too and because it's a 21 and now we're at the 23 or something like that mm-hmm. right so it, it's a little crazy it's a little crazy yeah but we'll see i mean eventually i feel like the economy is gonna hit a point where there's no there's no going back you know it's a scary time i mean we went to ralph's and i was just like what the f-? i was <laughs> like well, how much does stuff cost well you were comparing it to other stores right the prices yeah but and I told you, I was like, I remember when I was a kid and we first got here, my parents went out and spent 50 bucks and they they would bring back a cart full. And now we spend what, 40? About 40, 30, about, like 30, yeah. about, let's say 40 bucks. And we brought like a couple of bags. <laughs> Just, it was mainly vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> For it one a, meal. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and it wasn't expensive. It was like, the, you know, it wasn't a lot of yeah. stuff. It was not organic. It was not organic. <laughs> the organic was like double the price, you know, but. But yeah, I was just looking. I was like, "Wow, this this is insane." I was like, "When am I gonna make enough money for anything?" It was pretty sad. Remember, I told you. I th- yeah. When we left, I was like, "Man, what's the point of making so much if?" And we, we don't make like thousands of you know we don't, we don't we're not rich or anything. But I know I've I'm making more than I've ever had Me before, too. and I feel like I I can't even afford my own house. You know. Well, <laughs> I've sad. said this in the I, I've said this in the podcast before, but I was like. I've making more money than I've ever made in my life, and I've never felt more poor yeah. than now. I mean, like you mentioned, the taxes that <sighs> get taken out, right? Every paycheck. Yeah, taxes alone. And, and again, I'm I would be okay if taxes being taken out of my account, like my federal and state. But it's going to like things that are they're not helping me. It's going to Ukraine. It's going to fucking Joe Biden. <laughs> you know, like I don't want my money to go. I wish, I wish there was a way to be like. I don't want to support this. I don't want to support that. I want this money to go here. I wish we could do that. That'd be so good. That'd be so. It'd be nice, but I, 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 I it would be like a, a logistical nightmare. I think. Oh yeah, for sure. But at this point, like I, you know, I, like I was telling you last week, how I watched some of this like uh, Congress hearings, and it's a joke. Like the, these Congress people and 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 speakers, they might as well be children. <laughs> they lie and. and and again, it's really it's one of those things where you really, if you watch it, you go like, how can this person be lying like this? How can this person say they're not trying to do something when you can clearly see them doing it right there? Right. right. And, and I, it's, it's insane to me. And again, the, the people who rep, the, the people they represent, they're not watching this Congress here going, you know what? We got to get them out of office or get her out of office or no. whatever. Right. Did you see what happened to um, AOC? I don't know if I talked about it last week, but she went, she had her own like oh, meeting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they had, were booing her. They and booed her out of the stage. Good. <laughs> they were calling her a thief and a liar. And it's true. It's true. But again, this is the, this is our, gov- our government, are a bunch of children, a bunch of high school kids. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, you know? But um, AI, you know. Um, it, there was this article I read. I think it was a few weeks ago. They basically said that they gave AI like free reign in an enclosed environment. Like basically, they basically made like a like a they made like this enclosed system, a computer system that basically mimicked what it would like be if the AI kind of ran the world a little bit. And basically, it deemed humans uh, like like a problem, like a parasite, like very quickly. Oh my god! I mean, Terminator. 
Yeah. <laughs> they already made a movie about this. It's true. <laughs> you know, why play with it? Mm-hmm. And there's like, I know Elon Musk and some other ones, they kind of showed concern. They were saying, you know, we need to step, scale it back. We have to kind of stop. We have to think about what we're doing. Because if, if you think about it, you look at like Google, right? I mean, Google search could be used to train an AI. Like, you know, like algorithms and what people are searching, what people, their likes, their interests, their everything. Imagine the, the kind of... You seen the movie Minority Report or no? Which one? Minority Report. It sounds familiar. So it's basically, it's Tom Cruise in it, but it's like an older movie where they would predict crime. So they would stop oh, crime before right, it happened. Right, right. And there was that moral dilemma where like, well, if it hasn't happened yet, how can you... How can you judge these people? Mm-hmm. It hasn't happened yet. Oh, but it will It will happen. So what happens when these models get so advanced that they're predicting crime, but you haven't done it yet? Are you getting arrested? Are you, gonna hmm. get, you know, like what's happened? I mean, this based is... Based on the algorithm, right? Yeah. Imagine just going based on what I said about, like, the, the healthcare. You know, yeah. how, how it's going to pick for us. Or, or you're driving an electric vehicle or or autom- autonomous vehicle, and it chooses... Like, for example, let's say there's a malfunction or an accident happens and it's, you know, there's a group of people in front of you and there's you in the car and it chooses to kill you instead of the people in front of it or the opposite. Nobody knows what you as a person would do, but the AI is choosing for us. And is that better? Is that worse? Are we well, going to all going to sign a contract saying, well, the AI knows better. It should make those choices. Let me ask you maybe what maybe, and I apologize beforehand what may be an obvious answer to this question, but what is the purpose of AI? Like, what are the pros to it? Making everything better, faster, Just, easier. That's literally it. But it, mean, it obviously has consequences. Think about this. Think of Amazon, right? An Amazon warehouse is literally led by an AI. Like, it, it's, it's, a, it's a language model that's basically taking people in, in the fastest paths, the shorter distances. It puts packages in trucks that have like cer- certain routes to make deliveries better, easier, faster, right? AI is going to be the same thing. In, in, and again, I, I see the I see the <laughs> merit. I see the good in it. You have, um, you know how a lot of people, they're scientists. They run calculations. They do this. You know, they, they're, they're trying to make equations. They're, well, an, a, a, an AI can technically do that. Non-stop. They don't have to sleep. They don't have to eat. They don't have to go poo. Nothing. He just keeps working. Think about that. Think about a like a restaurant. You know, they're already doing a couple where there's no workers in there. It's just machines working. It's just a little like AI that controls the the, the whole thing. Would the Amazon <coughs> Fresh be considered AI led? S- sort of a little bit, had like half and half. Yeah. Hmm. You know, but but think about that. I mean, just. It, it would literally have consequences in both good and the bad. Like you would make life easier. You would kill jobs. Of course. You will make you will make the world safer by killing humans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what where do we go? Like what is the end game? And and the problem is that we're already integrating to everything. We do everything on the phone. Like there is nothing that we can't do on our phones that we pay with it. We can communicate with it. You know, like you can't live without it. Yeah, we do everything on it. Every, all our lives are on each other's phones. It's, it's insane how far we've gotten. You know, and how hmm. do you how do you get out of that? I don't think you can. I think we've gone too far. I think we're done. I think we're we've already we've already 
gotten to a point where there is no escaping this future. Well, like like you mentioned earlier, companies want you to buy a phone every six months. Yeah. Or get get a new one, right? Yeah. And and the and the funny thing is, there's been projects in the past where it's like you get a modular phone. You know, there's been like projects where you you get a modular phone that oh you gotta upgrade the processor, you just take out the processor, put a new one in. But it's never taken off because people don't want to do that. People just want a thing that I can buy and it's done. A module. Wait, can you explain that? So further? think about this. So let's say you buy a phone, right? Right. So a phone is made up of a few main components. Battery, processor, screen are the main ones. Obviously, there's more stuff in there, but mm-hmm. those are the main ones, right? So now let's say, so you buy this phone with a base, a base model. Right, it has like a dual core processor. It's only a, it's only like a 720p screen. It only has like, you know, a 1500 milliamp battery. But but wait, you can actually change the battery. You can you can take the battery out, and put on a bigger one. Oh, you want a better screen? You can actually put a better screen on it. Oh, you want a better processor? Well, you can literally take that one out and put a new one. Uh, it, the, the whole point of the, the chip was like, in the back of the phone, it was you can actually take off modules and then put them on, and those were like the the whole point of it. Kind of like uh, what you would do with a PC. Yeah, similar, similar to that. Yeah. Okay. So that was the whole purpose of it, but nobody showed interest in it because again, they don't want to do it. But but imagine the you you use the same like the same like chassis for the phone, mm-hmm. and you would just upgrade little modules as you went. That's awesome. That would be awesome. That's I like, think. I think. I beg to differ with you saying like, oh, nobody wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I think there could have been maybe not as popular. But, but, that's, but that's my point like, though. But, like, it's, but it's not sustainable. That's my point. Oh no, it's it's you not. Know? You have a company that's uh, selling uh, ten thousand phones a year compared to like a Samsung and Apple. They're selling oh, millions yeah. a year. Yeah. So you can't compete. You know, what I mean, you can't. It's impossible. Do you think P, uh, modifying your PC and all that? That's more like popular per se well yeah i would say so i know that i knew in 2008 i remember like from 2000 well 2005 to 2010 the pc went through a really rough time because those were like tablets were taking over and, and, and mini pcs and and cell phones were seeing a transition to like more powerful and and more self-sufficient things and there was like a really good uh, push for like death of the pcs right and i i one of the biggest draws of pcs was gaming yeah. You know, and uh, you had Xbox or PlayStation, you had Nintendo. They were all basically making consoles that were challenging the PC space. And so many more people bought those consoles than gaming PCs that gaming PCs became almost niche, you know, very niche uh, things to do. And since the pandemic hit, guess what? They w- went backwards. Yeah, I, I did notice that. A lot more people started buying gaming PCs. They wanted more GPUs. I, I mean, look at the market, like graphics cards. They've gone so much higher in price in the last five years, but demand stayed super high. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, a lot of the reasoning was because of the pandemic. People were indoors. They want to have more games, things like that. And crypto, no? And crypto is another big one. Um, but now GPUs, guess, guess what they power? AI. <laughs> you know, comes full circle. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the one of their uses. But but yeah, you know, you ask what AI is and. AI is basically something that is meant to help us be better, faster, more efficient, healthier. You know, we we imagine like you have a farm that has corn and whatever, right? All those vegetables. Well, the AI would predict how hot the sun is, if it needs water. It'd be more efficient at watering at different times to get the most like the most like product product out of it. 
That's what AI would do. And again, we if you look at the pros, there there's a lot of pros to AI. You know, less work for us as humans, more time to do whatever else. But what happens when the AI gets tired of it? Because, you know, you're trying to make better, better AI, self-learning and etc. When will we go? That's enough. Like, this is what it does. And we should just leave it at this. Like us determining that or yeah. AI? Yeah. Because then we reach to, we, we get to another conundrum is the person who programs the AI, they can program it for good. They can program it for bad. Right. There is right. no ethical, the ethics of it are, they're just so far reaching, you know, how do you like, how do you deal with that? Yeah. Honestly, when you, now that you explained it a little bit better, <laughs> I would actually really like, like you've seen the movie Baymax or sure, Big yeah, Hero sure. 6, like yeah. the Baymax yeah, character. Yeah. It's like, oh, you are sleep deprived. You should blah, blah, blah. Mm. It's like a he- healthcare He's a healthcare provider uh, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would like <laughs> something no, like that. No, no, yeah, and I agree. Like things like that. Yeah, I could see them being really useful. The, it, I mean, it for, reminds you when to sleep. It reminds you when you, it shows you when you're sick. Mm-hmm. It helps you around the house. It helps yeah. you. I mean, it can do uh, physical therapy at home. Right. It could help you exercise. I mean, the benefits are endless. You know, speaking generally. But the problem is the ethical consequences when we create, let's say you create a bad one of those, one that teaches you crime, <laughs> how to steal, how to hack. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. so it's like, there's always, there's always going to be that ethical conundrum about it. How do you solve that? Like, are people good? Are people bad? Are people just looking out for their own interests? That's the problem. When you look at companies, I mean, we don't have to look that far. We can just look at like Pfizer you know, who made a ton of money on a vaccine that probably doesn't work or it does work. We don't know. We don't know if it has con- long-term consequences. We don't know if it's like 10 years from now, we're going to fucking ha- have like something happen because of, we don't know. But the government wanted us, all of us to take it. You know, the, and there were consequences for you not to. The crazy thing would happen in, in, um, in, in Canada where the prime minister, Mr. Mr. Blackface Trudeau, <laughs> He literally came out and said, I never forced anybody to take this shot. That wasn't, that's not what I said. That's not what I meant. We were there when they shut, like they fired people. They wouldn't let them go to work because they wouldn't get the, the, the shot. Well, I think primarily healthcare workers, right? Not only, yeah, that, but they, like in Canada it was worse. In Canada, they wanted everybody to get the shot. Hmm. Remember the, the protests that happened yeah. with the truckers? Those people forgot those protests, but think about this: those protests happen, and you know people were donating to to their cause through through uh, I think GoFundMe mm-hmm. or something like that. I think it was GoFundMe. Well, they shut it down. No? The, the government, the, literally, the Canadian government asked GoFundMe to not pay the the truckers the money. Now, GoFundMe is a private company; they can do whatever they want, but the money came from private citizens. And it was supposed to be meant for these people. And when you stop the like the citizens of a country from using their money however they want, again, what is that called? That's called fascism, communism, whatever name you want to give it. When you stop other groups of people from helping other groups of people, whether it be politically or whatever cases, that's what fascism is. 
when you stop conversation between groups because you think your group is better, that's what fascism is. Last week, we talked about how, you know, these people went out to have a conversation about um, trans and, and abortion, all that stuff. And while they were trying to have an honest conversation, there was all these activists that were like playing music, getting in their way, hitting the microphone, taking their phones, basically invading their personal space. But if they were to do the same, oh, my God, be careful. The cops will show up. You know, you can't you can't silence some of these groups because you get, you know, you, you can't you can't you can't act the same way that they do with you to them. Absolutely not. And have you seen the the recent protests that have been going on? No, what is it? Uh, There's so many a day. I, <laughs> I can't keep up. So, uh, most recently here in, in L.A., um, some school boards have been getting together because, as you know, it's Pride Month. Right, um, right. So How can I forget? I mean, everything is pride. <laughs> There's you rainbows know, everywhere. You know what's hilarious? I, on my phone, you know how all these apps, whenever something happens like Pride happens, they all turn into a rainbow? Yeah. I remember I woke up june 1st and look at my phone and everything was rainbow i was like <laughs> all the logos I was, yeah i was like what the all the, all the app like icons yeah i was like what the fuck is this hilarious so like you're being forced you know like yeah, to like to everywhere. see it you know and and look i got an email from from a listener and they asked me to clarify if i was like transphobic oh, really? or anything like that yeah they, and i'm not gonna read the email because they kind of asked me to yeah give them anonymous but in short, they said, you know, you're always talking about this. You're always talking about that. Like, I'm trans. You know, I, I don't feel like what you said is necessarily wrong or right. You know, you have your opinion just like everybody should. But I want to know if you want to talk about it. Like, if are you any type of, like, anti this, anti that? And I've been very clear. You do whatever you want. Whatever you want. You be whatever you want. We live in a country that the Constitution provides you the the freedom to 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 life liberty and pursuit of happiness however that looks no problem i don't care where when i have a problem is when you go after children and the reason i say this is because we hear time and time again how well children must be protected and children this and children that but we deny that children are malleable. We keep denying that children are impressionable. There's a reason why they tell you that from when they're, when they're in the womb to when they're born to when they get to adulthood, you're supposed to guide them. You're supposed to teach them. You're supposed to show them the right way to do things, the, what's wrong, what's right. If that weren't true, then what's the point of us doing anything? We just, just let them do whatever they want, right? Mm-hmm. And us denying the malleability of a child is such a... This this genuine statement. Oh, a, a kid knows exactly what they want. A kid knows exactly what they're going to do when they grow up. A kid knows exactly who they are. No, they don't. <laughs> I can, you know, we talked about, I know we had a conversation about puberty. Or like, you know, how like puberty blockers. You know, like how, yeah. how they block you from going through puberty. And I was like, but but when you go through puberty, it's, what, it's almost like what defines you. Like, you go through this period of puberty, and it, like, changes you, both physically, mentally, mentally, like, hormonally in your body. And it literally changes you to who you, like, become. You denying that process to a kid, it's almost like you're denying their humanity because then they don't go through it. 
Like puberty is not supposed to be easy. That's the whole point of puberty. Isn't it's not you turning from a child into like going towards adulthood. That's the whole point of puberty. And you're, you physically change and mentally change. And imagine you give a kid puberty blockers and they don't go through that. They don't get the spike in testosterone or estrogen or whatever. Yeah, I saw this thing of where there was this molecular bi biologist says, they ask her, they're like, well, do you believe there's only men and women? And she's like, I absolutely do. And they're like, why do you do that? And she's like, because I'm a molecular biologist. If you go from when a when a, a, a an egg is, is uh, inseminated and, and life begins, the development of a, of a boy and a girl, it's different. They're completely different. But again, do... <laughs> Do I believe that you can be whatever you want? A hundred percent. Once you get older and you're an adult, you be whoever you want to be. I don't care. I think it makes a difference when they try to impose, right? And I'm not talking, uh, honestly, I'm, I'm, Look. I'm not talking about just um, pride or, nope. or LGBTQ plus, right? Yeah. It's in general. In general, Religions yeah. and beliefs and everything, right? Yeah. When people try to impose on, on you. Like, if you... For example, if I'm talking to you about religion, right? Mm -hmm. And then you take interest in it, then that's different because it's kind of, like, mutual, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to a certain extent, like, consensual. Sure. Um, but when I'm saying, like, oh, no, you have to come with me to yeah. a certain uh, church or prayer or whatever, and you don't want to... Then, but you're like, no, you have to. Like you, you have, have to. to. Yeah. you can't say no to me. Exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? So, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I think it goes across all sectors per se. Yeah. It's not just LGBTQ plus yeah. related. And and, and, and uh, I agree with you. And but but it's one of those things where like I shouldn't have to clarify it. You know, I I've had friends that have been gay. I have friends that have been lesbian. Yeah, I have, me too. I, you know, and I've never had an issue with that. Never. And just you know, being respectful like yeah, you've never exactly. you've never i i would say you've never been rude to them no. or disrespectful or i mean we've joked around <laughs> you know what i mean but again it's never been out of like malice or anything like that and and it's been a back and forth it's not just like a one-way thing you know what i mean and but it was always like a joke and we were really good friends i mean i'm friends with some of them now but the problem what i have is like when they're like no you can't do it. like okay let me give you an example very good example okay, okay. So my sister wants to play this, the the Hot Wars game. The the well, there's like this Harry Potter game. There's like a Hot Wars, right? You go you go to Hot Wars and you you basically like become a PC? wizard. Yeah, on PC, yeah. Okay. Okay. But the the community, the trans community, doesn't like J.K. Rowling. All right. Because yeah. she's a turf. A what? A turf. What is that? They basically believe that only women can be women. Oh, okay. You know, they're like, I forgot what. The, turf stands for but it's basically um you only believe you don't believe in trans women basically okay right anyway so the community both the rainbow alliance showed up and they were like we don't like this person and because we don't like this person you shouldn't buy this game okay the game sold 12 million copies <laughs> okay but again my point is not that my point is that my sister has a lot of friends that are, you know, part of the LGBTQ community. But she wants to play the game. But she's like, I'm afraid to play it because all my friends are going to give me shit for it. Just because I like a game doesn't make me not support them. And honestly, at the, at this point, 
I don't know much about J.K. Rowling nowadays, right? Sure. I mean, How much involvement is she really with the none, game, other none. than just like having created zero Harry involved, Potter? <laughs> zero involvement. She created the world that the game is set in. Right. She has zero involvement in the game making process. So then, I don't know. It's like it's a it, it boggles me. Yeah, it's it's interesting, right? But yeah. that's exact. That's my point, though. The people that are in this community, they want you to sacrifice for them. Does that make sense? Yeah, like you're an ally, therefore support us. But, and I'm sorry to say this, but in in my experience, which could be anecdotal, they are never there for the same way they want you to be there for them. Do you have an example? I mean, I could, the same one with this game. You know, when when my sister has needed like something back from them, it's not there. Hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't want to get into specifics, but the way they want her to support them when she needs support back, it's often met with deaf ears. Okay. <laughs> I know this is like very basic, but more like, uh, I think you mentioned, well, as an example, like why is there, <laughs> why is there a pride month, but there's only one Memorial day. Right. Yeah. And I think I've actually seen like memes and, and whatnot of like in 20 years being, heterosexual is going to be very rare like everyone's gonna be gay yeah, it could be you know well, well, I, well i saw this i saw this um post on 4chan i don't know what 4chan is 4chan is basically like a reddit before reddit exists right. or something like that, or or like similar site but it was this post that a, a parent made as a, as a father a dad his uh, daughter i believe his daughter or his son i can't remember the exact thing they said oh dad i'm transsexual so the dad instead of going no no you're not no this they're like cool uh, sounds great guess what me too the, so he the starts dad? the dad so he starts dressing like a woman starts <laughs> taking the kid to school as a woman to go like what? walk as a woman right and and the girl uh, or the guy i can't remember the, the kid was like dad you embarrassing me you can't do this and the dad <laughs> was like what are you talking about How, why are you <laughs> shaming why are you shaming me yeah well dad it's not a joke it's not this and he's like i'm not joking i'm I'm playing the part. Like, I'm doing what I'm doing. I've always been a woman. You know? <laughs> and eventually the kid is like, you know what, dad? I don't want, I'm not that anymore. I, it's not, it's not fun anymore. Oh. It, so, and again, this could have been a made up story. Mm-hmm. But if it's not, let's go back to the, this, con- this conversation about children being indoctrinated. Right. Why would, she, why would this kid say, oh, it's not fun anymore? Was it just a fad? Again, this is this is my concern with with the movement, right? That it's becoming more of a like you know, when you were goth or you were like emo, it's, it's mm-hmm. like a face. <laughs> the problem with this face is that it's irre- irreversible. <laughs> like if you take hormone blockers or puberty blockers, right. it's not just like you have a hair, bad hairstyle mm-hmm. or bad sense of fashion. No, this is like you're hurting yourself for the rest. Of, it's permanent, but <sighs> there's horror stories about how people took transition you know they they get bottom surgery like for example when you like you you turn your penis into a vagina for example hair can grow inside your urethra Hmm. extremely painful i've actually told you about how how if you turn your penis into a vagina i know this is a little graphic you have to reopen the vaginal like canal often so you basically have to like 
insert to reopen the it's a wound it will it's, it's not a natural occurring thing so it'll close up you know what i mean yeah a lot of people don't tell you this doctors don't tell you this they don't tell you that a lot of times you grow up you can never have an orgasm you don't you can't you don't have an erection you never have feel pleasure because they it, your nerve get nerves get damaged yeah how come we don't hear that how come you don't hear the horrors of what could happen like i like i'm i'm not saying that that, that i don't believe in transgenders sure i believe in them but I, I, we've never seen an uptick so high like this before well especially in children <laughs> yeah no well you know uh, I mean? going back to the the protest right i wanted to bring this up because i i i'm a little scared right. and I'll, I'll tell you why um so the one protest that i'm i'm referring to is the one that happened at the glendale i think it was a Gl the glendale unified school district and it broke out into a fight um, oh wow! Okay. And let me let me clarify one thing that kind of bothered me, and I I was talking to I think to my mom about this. So you have all these, you have the two sides, right? The LGBTQ. What did you say? Rain, rainbow. The rainbow alliance. Yeah. yeah, they're all holding their pride flags. They're sure, yeah. standing in unity, the whatnot, right? And they seem like the more peaceful, <laughs> the more peaceful group. Right. Whereas. On the other side, you have those that have the big uh, poster saying, don't confuse our children and, you mm, know, okay. this is not right. And they, I'm sorry, but to me, as uh, viewing this, I'm like, oh, man, they look, they all look like, as you would, as you would say, right, like Trump supporters. Okay. Like America all the way, this and that, right? Sure, sure. And I'm like, ma, or I think it was, I was talking to my mom. I was like, ma, if I were there in person, I would join the side of, like, american so yeah, to speak yeah. right but i don't consider myself like a trump supporter i'm not like a far what is it left uh, uh, right right wing, right, right. It, yeah a, i'm a not crazy a, right winger yes so i am confused as to like where do i where can i stand mm -hmm. if it's not the far left or the far right like the middle ground per se yeah. but anyway that's that's beyond the point but well, well before you go any further you know like I, I saw this this like guy who's like a like a he's like a comedian Mm -hmm. And he was wearing a shirt with American flag on it, and somebody somebody was like, "Well, it's because I'm not like you. I'm not a, a far right extremist, right?" And he's like, "What makes you think I'm that?" Well, you have the American flag on your shirt, and he's like, "What?" I was like, "Since when is that like a like a <laughs> sign of me being an extremist?" Right. Like, I have a shirt on right now that has the American flag in the back. Mm-hmm. Does that make me a Trump supporter? Does that make me a right-wing extremist that believes in... in uh, it doesn't. No. And I don't know when that happened. And it's become such a political stance to hate the U.S. Have yeah. you noticed that? Yep. Why don't you leave? Like, you know, and you know what's crazy? <laughs> That's what racists say. Like when like, all these people are coming over like, to... That's true. When the people yeah. are coming over to like um, this country... They're like, well, if it's so bad over here, then why don't you leave? I'm again, I wasn't born here. I came here, and I'm extremely grateful that I was able to come here, because I know I know how terrific, like horrific, it can be, not having food to eat, all these things, not having a home. 
I know exactly what that feels like. And people who live here have made it a point to hate here. And I don't get that. It's, it's, yeah, it's so true. weird. Sorry, Nick, continue. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> no, little, it's, little it's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so uh, the protest. So the I, I saw an interview with the superintendent of the Glendale Unified School District. And she said, you know, no, there's all this misinformation. People are protesting because they think we're going to brainwash their kids. Blah, 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 blah. Right, right. And so she's like, if you want to get the facts, we've released a PDF of explaining what exactly, what curriculum we're going to follow, blah, 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 what your kids are going to be taught at school. Okay. Right? So I said, okay, you know what? Let me, let me look it up. Let me do the research. And so I read the whole um, six page PDF that she was talking about. And I got scared because I'm like, what is she talking about? Mm. Because let me, let me read a por- portion of it to you. So in GUSD, which is Glendale Unified School District, Health instruction related to teen development and sexual he- sexual health education is taught in grades five, development development slash maturation, seven and nine, sex education, HIV prevention. Parents and guardians may review the materials for development slash maturation and sex education curriculum in advance, and opt their child out of these lessons if they choose. So basically, they're saying that if parents the one the kids to basically be taught any sex education because it's deemed too much or whatever, they mm-hmm. can opt out not to have it done. Or if the parents would like to themselves teach their kids about right. this, they can opt out, right? Okay. So then the next bullet point, it says, the option to opt out pertains only to certain curriculum, including development slash maturation and sex education. Parents and guardians may not, and may not is bolded. Is in bold, yeah, I saw it. Parents, guardians may not opt their child out of any lesson referencing LGBTQ plus individuals and history as dictated by the FAIR Act. And if you don't know the FAIR Act. I mean, I could read it if you. Okay, go ahead. Read it. Read it. Uh, I got to find it because it's in in another page. But okay, I found it. So the FAIR Act. The Fair Education Act was signed into law in 2011. I guess this is only... California. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is on California. It requires that California public schools provide fair, accurate, inclusive, and respectful representations of our diverse ethnic and cultural population in the K through twelve grade history and social studies curriculum. According to this act, instruction on history slash social science shall shall include the following ethnic and cultural populations in the teaching California and United States history. So both men and women, Native Americans, African Americans, Mexican Americans, Asian Americans, Pacific Islanders, European Americans, and then at the end, it's lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender Americans. Oh, and, sorry, one more, persons with disabilities. But nowhere in that says is is mandatory. And the other part of it says you cannot opt out, so it's mandatory. Well, if it's signed into law... No, yeah, but it's it's signed into law that you should provide that that education, like you should educate your kids about X, Y, and Z. But see, on the other one, you have sex ed that is not mandatory. You can opt out of it. But LGBTQ technically counts as sex ed. You can't. You have. You cannot tell your kids not to take it. And let let me 
let me think out loud for a okay. second. What I just read, right? Men, women, Native Americans, African Americans, all these other ones, right? With the exception, even persons with disabilities, with the exception of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender Americans, this is what kind of, <laughs> I'm confused because all these other ones, it's like their biology. Right, right. You're, for lack of a better word, you're born being a Native American, an African American, uh, so on and so forth. So, yeah. right? Even people with disabilities, it's in their genes, it's in their, right. well, biology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I don't know, lesbian, gay, and I know you can make the argument of like, oh, well, they're born this way too. Well, not only that, but because now like being, you could be gender fluid, you can be whatever you want on a daily basis, then that's not like biology. Like you said, that's just a choice. But people that's, and I know this is like a, a gray area. <laughs> I'm Tab a little, I'm a little scared to a be A taboo like, topic. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Because then how do you, how do you address the people saying oh i was born this way well and, and but again i think that's the whole point right that we reach the point where there is no definition for anything you can be whatever you want whenever you want so if that's the case then where's the line like how do we define something like i, I saw i saw this uh it wasn't a joke it was like an article or like a, a news reel of how you know, math was racist because two plus two <laughs> is four. But in reality, because oh. I don't know how they explain it, because I was like, what the hell am I watching? It's just so dumb. Like I'm it sorry. could it could, in fact, be five. And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. But uh, so then again, we talk about math. Math is an absolute. Like right. we use math to send uh, what do you call it? Uh, satellites up in the sky. We use math to determine how to make an engine. We use math to determine how to make a phone. Like, like math is 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 basically like it's if true. Ma it's like if, truth, if, if right? math doesn't math, things <laughs> don't work. If math doesn't math, if math doesn't math, then the world doesn't work. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, like well, it's like a, it's a set of rules, right? Yes. It's a, yes. Uh, and universally agreed upon. But not even on universally, it is unrefutable. That's the problem. I mean, there are theories, but they're very like well-established theories, almost. No, you know? but the thing is, so let's let, let me let me let me give you an example of what I mean. That a fact is a fact, right? Or like not? No, sorry, not a fact is a fact. Math is math. Okay. <laughs> If, oh man, how can I say this? If, for example, you have a phone, in, you have a battery in your phone. Okay. Math has been used to have, okay, the this battery can hold this much charge, X, right? Mm -hmm. This charger can provide this much charge, uh, Y, equals 100% battery uh like charged like capacity right right mm -hmm. but if you can't just interchangeably change that you can't change those numbers because if you change those numbers then something doesn't work i know it's kind of a bad example but like if if this charger doesn't put out this much power the phone doesn't charge if the phone doesn't ha like the battery doesn't provide as much capacity the phone doesn't work 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, 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 you, you can't change certain things. When we send satellites into space, we use math to calculate, well, we need 100,000 pounds of fuel burning at this specific, uh, like, I guess, rate. force or rate yeah. to get this thing into space to have enough velocity to escape Earth's orbit or, or gravity, which is a, you know, set, down. it's yeah. a set number of, it's a set number, like, like gravity mm-hmm. is a set number. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you're saying that math is racist because math can be whatever you want it to be. And, and if it's not, then it doesn't, it, I don't get it. There's we've, no logic in it. We've used math to figure out things that are just, that boggle the mind. <laughs> GPS. T, like, everything that you see in the world is math. You know what I mean? If everything. The strength an ant has is math. How much? How many calories we need in a day to just have a regular day? That's math. The chemistry in your body happening what when when it when you like eat and energy is burn. provided and burned it's all math well it's it's a combination of math and science right no but but, but it math like math is is how do i say this it's fundamental M- math is everything yeah like literally everything needs if you want to figure something out you need math like like the the rate of growth the the how many how many years you know how how let me give you a really exa- example medicine mm-hmm. medicine is all math because yes you you take an antibiotic or whatever the science right but how many milligrams do you do you take the before amount. it becomes poison mm-hmm. how much of this you need to kill this if you have this this amount of bacteria you need this amount of antibiotics to kill it you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. like the world works because math is real Math has been used since ancient times and is the one thing that has never, the Pythagorean theorem, you know, that's an old theorem, right? Mm -hmm. That's like old. That's like, I forgot how old it is, but it does before. It's not a new concept. No. Math is not a new concept. The Mayan calendar is based on math. Like math, we use math to solve it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you saying math is racist or you saying math is not real. I'm sorry, but you don't understand the world. You don't understand reality. Well, you know I, what I mean? Yeah, because I think she was saying something. Along, I, I, I know I saw this, that same video where it's like two plus two can equal five if they if a person decides to define it that way. But I, I would say that. Do you think that kind of relates to how people or some people view their gender? No, that's ex- I mean, it has a that's the problem, right? That there's that people don't want to see binary because that's what mm-hmm. people say. Binary. Well, right. Binary is like you have to you define something. Something's defined. So it's binary. But we don't want to be held to that. Oh, I'm non-binary. That's where it comes from. Right. I'm non-binary. Mm-hmm. So because there, somebody's non-binary, then they say, well, if, I'm, I, if I don't want to be anything, then anything else can be anything. But that's mm-hmm. the problem with that's the problem with us giving a lot of power to somebody's thought. For example, oh, you got to affirm everybody. Well, if, they, if they're wrong, but you have to affirm them. The problem with affirming somebody when they're wrong 
or when or when like i'm not saying you're wrong if you want to be non-binary but the problem is that when you start translating the non-binary or or that everything else can be whatever you want it to be then that's when you run into a really hard problem because if you're saying well if i'm non-binary and if i want to be whatever i want today and be whatever i want tomorrow etc well then i I want i want i want to make sure that two plus two is five (laughs) but then you're building a rocket to mars and you use the kind of math, guess what? That rocket you're ain't not, gonna, ain't gonna get nowhere. To it's gonna blow up as soon as you turn it on. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's my concern that we are teaching our children that nothing is fact and everything could be whatever you want it to be, and that you could be whatever you want it to be, and you should just be whatever you want and nothing matters. Because that's that's technically what we're teaching them that nothing matters. Nothing's like no, there's no truth. There's no facts. And when you say and, and like something as fundamental as math, like it's so hard to explain because I'm stupid. And I, so I can explain how math is so important. I, I use stupid examples because it's like the, thing, the quickest thing I think in my head. But math is so fundamental to everything we do. Engineering, science, life, building a, <laughs> I mean, building a car, an electric car. What we're do, doing, a po- we're working on a computer. That uses ones and zeros to translate into, to, to do, like imagine, this is nothing but math. A computer, all it does is math. I, that's all, a phone does everything using math. They're all, it's just equations and, and algorithms and it's all math. A, com- a computer and a cell phone, a TV, it's just using numbers to change into a, uh, 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 whatever's on the screen what we're talking to the microphones right now is being turned into ones and zeros and then changed back into a waveform it's all math you know what I mean it, yes. it's, it's the stupidest thing to deny that I and I don't get it how, how you how somebody doesn't understand that as stupid as I am, I'm not a very smart person. I understand. I remember going to school and I'm going, this math is very important. It's complicated. It, it, you have imaginary numbers and real numbers and numbers that equal less than zero. And math is a fucking crazy experiment. But the reason all those things exist is because math has been used for generations and hundreds of years to explain the universe. All, all of physics and all of, you know, we talk about Oppenheimer. We're going to watch Oppenheimer, right? That, the nuclear bomb, the atom bomb, all this happened because of math equations that they used to figure out what would happen and how much this to use and how much that not to use. And it's all math. Like everywhere you look is math. Math is, I'm looking at the turtles behind you, right? <laughs> I'm looking at some turtles behind you, and every time they move their legs, guess what? A math equation explains how them moving their leg, the force that they're using to move their leg creates a wave that creates propulsion. It's all math. But that's so that's the thing, (laughs) right? That to make math fluid, as as that lady was saying, sure, it 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 doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's just. You can't change math. No. You can't. So, okay. So, are you saying, kind of like what I what I explained, 
that all these different groups, right, that I read in the Fair Act, it's, I, <laughs> I kind of related to it being kind of like math. Sure. It, it's, it's truth, right? Yeah. You're born as a Native American. You're born as this and that. I don't, I'm sorry. I just don't know about the the uh, as it says here lesbian gay bisexual transgender and again because it's just i'm sorry but to finish that yeah. thought it's just that to me seems fluid yeah i i don't know that's just i'm sorry i'm sorry if i'm no no, no. going and to anger some people but, it, but but i think that's the whole problem right that it's so unclear that it's so there is no there's no way to define it and people are like well that's exactly what we want to be just we don't want anybody to define us. We don't want everybody to, to think about us like, okay, fine, but then what are you? Then how can you be somebody if you don't know who you are? How can you ha be honest? How can you be straight? How can, like, not straight, like, like, sexually, but how can you be a straight shooter, like, be a decent person when you don't even know who you are? When you don't even know what you are? When you can tomorrow be like, well, I'm, I'm this today, and then the next day, well, I'm that now, and I'm this now. And you just never anybody. And and again, I'm okay with you being that way, but I'm okay with you being that way once you're an adult. Once you're an adult, you do whatever you want. I mean, did I tell you? Remember when I told you that now, like pedophiles are being called minor attractive person. Yeah. It just, like, I, like where where do you draw the line? <laughs> th that's my point. That, but that's exactly it, right? That's exactly it. Is is it, are they trying to make it normal? I don't, I don't know. Like minor attracted persons. Wait a minute. Like, I don't, it's so hard to go from there because you don't know, you know, it's, it's crazy. It's insane, man. I don't know. But yeah, I was just thinking the math question was really interesting because uh, growing up, you, you kind of learn everything's math. I, I have a question for you. And maybe this would transition to maybe a lighter. Whole, okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Because it's <laughs> kind of along the same lines. But, you know, we love to watch movies, right? Uh, yeah. Well, or, or we've gone recently to. Um, but uh, Transformers. Okay, okay. I, I thought, you know, overall, maybe because I didn't see too deep into it. I thought it was an entertaining movie. But you you said it was it was too woke. Well, the reason I said that is because it felt off. It didn't feel like a Transformers movie where I'm watching some robots have some really cool fights, and it's it's just like it's kind of there's no agenda. You know what I mean? Okay. The uh, spoiler alerts for people who watch Transformers, but. We want to watch it, and, and there's like the subtle like hints of racism, and the subtle hints of, um, well, the system system's not fair to you, and it's always like the white people who are who are like taking advantage of other people, and like people people of color are like doing the hard work, but they're not getting any credit, and it's just like a lot of that, and, and I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm like, what am I watching? <laughs> like, this is not a Transformers movie. You know, and I'm sorry, but Optimus Prime is always he's always the guy that's optimist and 
he's always like positive and he's always like well, for good and for the world and we're a team and and for half of the, this movie he was just a wimp and and just sorry for himself and i'm just like what the fuck i'm like this is not optimus prime and he didn't even try this hardest to like the end of the movie <laughs> you know like what the hell am i like i don't know it's it just felt it felt off it just fell off and it just felt like there was too much too much Mm, I don't want to say it was too much because, um, you know, Hollywood's starting to realize that going too woke is it's not working. You know, mm-hmm. you, you look at Mario, like, like the Super Mario movie, and it, it was a success by every single metric. John Wick, Maverick, right? Um, all these movies that are they're not woke. You know, they don't have any agenda. Technically, they're just they're just making millions and millions and millions mm-hmm. because people are tired of it would you say would you say the new spider-man one was <laughs> i mean it had his moment it had his moments I, I again if you if you look at spider-man and you look at um transformers you see the like very similar tones you know mm-hmm. now i think that the thing that saves spider-man is the animation style like mm-hmm. it's very good yeah and people just love spider-man mm-hmm and I think they look past a lot of that. Um, I did see like a an, an article where saying that uh, when she's transgender, oh, you know, and and once they pointed out certain things, I'm like, oh, maybe I get it. But I was like, whatever. I'm when like it, it is what it is. You know, I don't care. I just it's a Spider-Man movie. I don't really care. Um, but how does Miles feel about that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a quest, true. A question. Does he know? Yeah. And again, <laughs> I'm, I'm joking around, but. But you see a lot of the same tones in these movies, right? Mm. And then my other, my other complaint, my my biggest complaint is that why does everything have to be a multiverse thing now? Like oh. n- now now <laughs> part they're gonna one of you know it, yeah, everything is like part one of th- like fucking facts and the Furious. Part spoiler alert again, spoiler alert. There's apparently three movies for Fast X. It's part one through three. And again, I wouldn't fine with it, but at least tell me so I don't the movie just an end in the middle and I'm just like, well, what the fuck? What happened? I mean, at least the Mission Impossible, they tell you part, part one, one yeah. you know, the same thing with the fucking Spider-Man movie. Yeah, that was a part oh, one. That was such a fucking cock block. <laughs> I was like, I was like, please, why? Like, and, and you know what? Like, I don't even care. It's fine. But it's, it's like they leave it in the middle. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like no resolution to it. And I blame Avengers, man. I blame, I blame <laughs> the, 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 the MCU because... They started it, and now everybody's doing it. And, it's, and I'm just like, oh, here we go again. Whatever. Whatever. But anyway, the last thing I'm going to mention before we stop. We're going to watch Oppenheimer. Yes. You know, it's the month away, yep, but yeah. but we get the tickets booked because we're going. In? In IMAX, laser IMAX. Okay. <laughs> um, it's three hours long. But I go back to... It's three hours long. Yeah, I'm going to have to wear a diaper. <laughs> um, the one thing that I wish more people... I mean, it, it actually has a lot of following. Because oh like, theaters are getting booked now. And it's like, it's a month away. And like only two seats are available. Like, booked in the sense that two seats are available right now to buy. Yeah. Like in some theaters, like, there's one seat here, one seat there. Yeah. Completely booked. And I'm actually super happy about that yeah because that story of los alamos uh, research lab it is like 
I, I've literally listened to podcasts and read books about it. It is amazing. The amount of science and math, <laughs> math, mm-hmm. that went into making the atomic bomb is just, it's insane. The ethical, okay, one, one last thing. Let, let's, 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 let's work on an ethical dilemma. Okay. So, you do you drop the bomb or not? A, let's say you're the president of the United States when the bomb is made. And you go, we can just drop these two bombs and the war. Minimal casualties. Yeah, it's going to be horrific. There's going to be a lot of Japanese people that are going to suffer for years. Cancer, radiation poisoning, terrible, right? Do you do it? What is the flip side? You, the war continues? The war continues and you take island by island until you reach the mainland of Japan. And you, take, and you um, basically kill... 80% of the population. Because remember, at this time, the Bushido code was still like heavy, heavy and heavy mm-hmm. force. Mm-hmm. Japanese people didn't believe in retreat. Soldiers didn't believe in retreat. They would fight to, to the death. The reason I mention this is because people forget that there was a, I forgot the, I forgot the name of the island, but there was this island that the U.S. invaded. And it was like a 30 square kilometer island. Mm-hmm. 10,000 soldiers died in a little 30 square kilometers. To take that island. Imagine having to take bigger islands. And imagine having to take mainline Japan. It would have been casualties in a catastrophic level. Everybody in Japan would have fucking died. Because they don't believe in retreat. Their belief was so strong. Let me give you an example. The belief was so strong that mothers were literally throwing themselves with their children off a cliff. Instead of being captured by the American forces. Even though the Americans were like, we're not going to do it. We just, we're not going to do it to you. We're like, our, our beef is with soldiers. You're good. Nope. They would jump to their deaths. There was cliff sides in like ocean, like the little ocean part where it hits the, the cliff that was basically red. Yeah. Because all these people were just jumping to their deaths instead of being captured. Imagine the death toll, not just for the American soldiers, but for Japan. It would have been decimated so knowing that information you drop it or not that's that's a hard one though but i mean if if we're talking about numbers we're doing the math because (laughs) math doesn't lie yes then yeah drop it you know like and this is the beautiful thing about math if ten thousand soldiers died in a 30 kilometer square foot island and it took him like a week to take the island. How long would it have taken it to jump across islands, take them one at a time, one at a time, one at a time, and then getting to Japan and taking Japan little by little by little? Dude, if 10,000 people died in a 30 square foot kilometer island, how many people would have died in mainland Japan? If they don't believe in retreat, surrender, children would join and fight how many people would be killed everybody 80 <laughs> percent how many casualties on the american side if the math checks out it was a compassionate move to drop the atomic bomb wow as horrific as that sounds as horrific as it was because it was horrific don't get me wrong radiation mm-hmm. poisoning radiation burns fallout 
horrible, horrible. I've you I've seen pictures of of like that. It's horrible. I, I I don't know if I've told you. I've been to the museum in Hiroshima. You, yeah, tell me. And they have the clothes there of people that, well, they were basically disintegrated, yeah, right? Yeah, they disappeared. Yeah. 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 And and they, I mean, I don't know how the clothes survived, but they there's it's it's pre- it's pretty bad. It's, well, it's an orga- I was I came out of there in tears. It's an organic material. <laughs> you know, no, maybe yeah. that's why. Yeah. But um it was horrible, I guess, to to reiterate what you said. Yeah. But again, is it more horrible than what would have happened if they had to go house by house by house? And exterminating people because they would just not give up. What's more horrible? You know how do it's you? It's a tough. De- again, a tough decision. Again, how yeah. do you calculate that? It's tough, right? Yeah. But it was a calculation made. I guarantee you, with a lot of math. <laughs> you know, yes. a lot of calculations, a lot of, and I again, I think it saved more people than it killed. I I truly believe that. But you're saying you're saying it in this in reference to because you're talking about the movie, right? Well, I'm talking about the movie because <laughs> we don't see things like that like now, like like uh, breakthroughs, like the atomic bomb. The atomic bomb was a breakthrough that happens once in a thousand years maybe you know what i mean mm-hmm. since the atomic was created 50 45 60 years ago well it was less than 60 but give or take mm-hmm. what's another breakthrough that you've seen that rivals that i mean i i'm afraid of what i don't know too no i like i get we, it but like just in general know about you know but like in general i mean it, it started nuclear power plants oh ha- you mean the, the like just the invention of the nuclear bomb the atomic bomb I see. brought to about the atomic age which you know medically speaking huge radiation you know we use for mm-hmm. chemotherapy you i mean have you seen that way that so in um i think it's an mit oh, is it mit oh shit i forgot what, i think it's mit where they actually have a radiation. They have a uh, what do you call it? Uh, a reactor in their in the basement, mm-hmm. and they actually use it. They put in little like metal balls in there, or little metal BBs, mm-hmm. and they become radiated. They take them to like the hospital, and they put them in two on tumors. Oh, and it kills the tumor. Huh? You know, like it's you know it's 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 a dangerous thing, but right, but <laughs> like that science has provided us like a weapon of war open up the possibilities to again medical advances power advances etc you know what i mean you know does that make sense yes but but again you know you talk about how the benefits of the nuclear bomb right let's 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 just war in general we talk about world war ii where the nazis were experimenting on the jews what did that lead to medical as as crazy as it sounds all the experiments that they did they did it literally they they uh they tested their gas like their poison gas on people for example it created better weapons but um, in but also 
and creating better weapons, they created better medicine. You know, they learned how to co- counteract the, the, as inhumane as it sounds, it, they, they would literally poison people or, or like maim them on purpose and they try to save them. It created incredible medical advancement, testing stuff. That's why they were, a lot of people don't understand why the Nazis were so far ahead of other countries when it came to weaponry, to tactics. It's because they literally experimented with live people. You know, that's what they did. And, and war, like you talk about, like, after the nuclear bomb was invented, guess what? It was an arms race. Russia, China, you know, all these people, well, not China, but Russia, <laughs> uh, or back then the Soviet Union, they got a nuclear bomb. Guess what? How, delivery systems. Well, we got to make better rockets. We got to better, better planes. We got to make better satellites. All this little by little trickle down to the, to the commercial market. It made better planes, like passenger planes, right? It created cell phones, GPS. Like, all these are military creations that little by little dropped. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying advancement trickles down to to regular people eventually. That right? we all take advantage of or that benefit us in the long run. Yeah. Look at uh, Operation Paperclip. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's basically after World War II, all the Nazis that were the like the top heads of scientists... Well, guess who picked them up? The Soviet Union took half. America took half. It was like a, a race to let's see who gets the most scientists from, from the <laughs> Nazi party. Why? Because they were they were doing the most bleeding edge technology. I mean, the Nazis had a jet plane in World War II. Maybe not in mass, but they were able to create the first jet power plane. Faster than the, the, Messers, the Messerschmitt 262, I think it was called. Right, I think I'm wrong on the number, but it was called a Messerschmitt, right? How do they do that? They created the first ballistic missile, technically, the, the first, at least the first like, rocket, you know, the V2. That was them. They were so far ahead of every other country in terms of technology. It, it was, it was, it was laughable. Why? Because they had no morals. They were, they didn't have no problem killing people to to get what they wanted. They had no problem experimenting on people. Morality. It's a hindrance, and we've seen it there. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's a hindrance. Now we have China, who's allegedly already cloned people. You know? Do I believe it? Yeah. I, I, I think the U.S. has done it too because, you know, what's the saying? Like, if you don't do it, someone else will. You yeah. got to stay ahead, you know? People don't get that. But Operation Pepperclip is one of those things where... If you ever get a chance to read about it or learn about it, it is an interesting story because the NASA, NASA, mm-hmm. guess what? It was ran by an ex-Noxy member. <laughs> you know That's what I mean? Cr- yeah. Yeah. The Nazis, the, 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 the Nazi scientists that came to the Soviet Union and I say came, but they were more like, you come with the work for us or you die. You die. Basically, that was literally the, hmm. the deal, right? Th- those scientists that went to the Soviet Union and to the U.S. basically got exactly what they ever dreamed of. Unlimited funds to build whatever they want, what they wanted to do, basically. It, it is the, the story of the Cold War is basically a bunch of Nazi scientists, you know, fighting against hmm. each other. By proxy. That's all it was. Like the space race, it was just a bunch 
of you know one half of the Nazi science in the Soviet Union and one half of the Nazi scientists in in the U.S. That's all it was. Just whoever had the better, more funding, better you know, better whatever equipment. That's all it was. It's it's, it's a crazy it's, world. It is, <laughs> and especially because you knowing the origin, you know. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> yeah, it benefits you, but at what cost? Yeah, and and again, it's one of those things where like. It's it's a morality issue, like you know, it's it's ethical issue. Like, do you just not use a scientist, even though they have great potential for good, or do you just go screw it? We need them here. We we want to be the top dogs now. What do you do? And the thing is, when push comes to shove, we're all like that. We're okay with China making phones for cents of the dollar, so we can afford them here for cheaper. We're okay with children mining cobalt and getting cancer in, in those cobalt mines in Africa because, hey, guess what? I got my Tesla. <laughs> I look cool. I'm saving the earth. Saving the earth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, everything you do, you have to put a asterisk to it because no, none of us are innocent about of, of everything. We, we're all part of a system. We can choose to leave at any time, but we don't. We'd rather not. Leaving the system? Do you have to use an Apple phone? You know, there's a fair phone. It's called a fair phone because it's used without conflict materials. It, it's not as nice. It's not as fast. But it's guess what? It gets a job done. And you can feel good about yourself, but nobody buys that phone. Fair phone. I've never heard of that yeah. before. Right, but nobody buys it. I'll look into it. Uh, you really, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying you, you you want to you want to save the earth. Hey, go pedal for like two hours on a on a, on on a, a generation bike, and then you can watch some TV. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's ways to do it if you really want to do it. But uh, will you? No. People just want convenience nowadays. And convenience is number one number one thing. But but yeah, you know, maybe 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 I'll talk about some of these like like scientists in another podcast kind of deliver yeah. research on them and just see what they've done. Mm-hmm. Like what was their thing? The history the of, history of yeah. it, you know, it'd be really cool. <clears throat> like specifically a, f- a few of them. But like I, I originally before I did my research, before I learned, I thought Oppenheimer was a, a Nazi scientist. I mean, that name Oppenheimer, right. you know, yeah. and I think he might be. He might have been. I don't know. I guess I'll find out and get back to you guys. You know, what's funny about that movie what? that they pick two uh, British actors to play American, oh, right. American people. <laughs> Wait, who's the other one? I know the main guy, but uh, it's uh, J- Emily Blunt. Oh, Emily Blunt. <clears throat> She's the That's wife. Right. Yeah. 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 That's true. I thought you were talking about Matt Damon. I'm like, he's not. No, no, no. He's American. <laughs> he's American as they come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did Did you have a fun fact for us today? Or n- about? Oh, no. Like, last time you talked about the ducks. Oh, no. I mean, I just gave you a ton of fun facts. <laughs> Operation yeah, Paperclip. That's true. Okay. You know? Um, But, yeah. It's, it's, been a, it's been a crazy week. I haven't had time to really prepare too much. <sighs> just glad it was... It ended. Yeah. The weekend. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's the weekend. Anyway, any you got anything else to add? No, I'm just confused. I you know. I stand one way, but then the world goes the other way, so Yeah. It's getting day harder for sure. You don't know what was right yesterday is wrong today and what's wrong today is right tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't know where to stand. I really wish that it was I wish a lot of more people had a, in, they were more of individuals. They had their own 
I wish they weren't as manipulated as they are. Like, I wish they didn't go on Instagram and, oh, I like that. I want that. That's why I'm going to be. I wish there was more people that want to do their own thing, mm-hmm. you know? And the thing is, there is a lot that do it, but they're not the loudest people. You know, they, they just live in their life. The people who are the loudest are the ones that are like just drones and they're doing the same thing that everybody else is doing. And it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. And, and then us in the middle trying to figure it out, trying to like, what are we today? Yeah. You know, are we going to be good or bad? And not by our own choosing because other people choose us to, to put us in that category, I would say. But exactly. oh, well, what are you going to do? It is what it is. Yeah. Anyway. Taking a day at a time. Anyway, Costco though. Get them free samples. Get you a membership. <laughs> Real quick before we go, what yeah. is the difference in membership? There's like four different or three different ones. <clears throat> okay, so let me You're the let, pro. Me, let me let me lay it down for you. Okay, lay it down. I've long. been a, a Costco member for the past, I'd say gosh, how long? I think it's easily like ten years. Okay. Um we started off as a, I think it's like a gold star member. That's yeah, like the most basic. The basic one. Yeah. Then you got the business one, right. which is basically, I think it's the same thing as a gold star, but you get access to their business centers. They sell like business equipment. It's oh, like a okay. Costco for business. Interesting. Okay. And then you have the executive mm. and the executive. Well, okay. So I think you're right. It's four, but the executive is kind of split up into two because you can apply for their credit card and then it's kind of like it's executive in disguise per se. Cause it's a credit card. Okay. Anyway, I, I know maybe I'm going too far and in, deep into it, but yeah, so it's the executive and the executive, I think you get 4% cash back or something at the end mm. of the year, something like that. There's okay. a benefit to it, but that one I think is a little bit more expensive. I forgot what it, what it is. Well, the point of the story is the moral of the story is capitalism. Good. <laughs> okay yeah. as bad as bad as people say capitalism is it is the best thing we got in this world and i tr- i truly believe that because it gives you the most choice the most freedom and guess what that's all good for us we want competition we want choice that's how we make the best decisions that's how we make our our best lives and i hope that eventually people s- start to understand that and understand really understand that there's no other country like this one. And to say any difference shows how inner, ignorant you are. And I'm sorry. I know that might be harsh, but it's the truth. Anyway, with that, I bid you guys good night. Till next time. Likewise. Thank you for having me again. No, thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Good night, guys. Till next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>